You're listening to Good As Hell. I'm your host, John Rutherford. And I'm Rick Hampton. All right, bud. How you doing? Yeah, very well. Very well. Missed last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I, well, I don't know why. I think I think I was just... Well, we were going to record on a Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I asked if we could do it on a Monday night instead. You oh, said yeah, that yeah. was hunky-dory. Oh, and yeah. then come Monday night... I got Yeah, I didn't get until like off. nine. So I was just like... Yeah. yeah, fuck that. Fuck yeah. that noise. How's your week been? How's your week been? Because I don't know if anyone realises, but uh, the effort that we put into this podcast is pretty it's pretty low priority in our lives no one's listening so fair to say. who cares yeah yeah so that, well yeah. yeah to be fair the, the seven people that listen probably realize that already given that, that there is nary been two weeks in a row where we've delivered a podcast hey they're just happy to hear that we're still alive this is like proof of life like we're basically yeah. this podcast is us holding it's the only reason your mum tunes in isn't it yeah yeah my mum's just <laughs> she's just checking checking i'm still yeah. breathing yeah <laughs> um what's been going on then anything interesting what stage um, of um it's coming home are you oh fucking hell mate i can't do it every other post on facebook is and it's coming home me there was a I and it has been since the end of the group stage yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like i like I, to see how many people have gone like from you, there has been a change up every game of um the yeah. people who have moved into it's coming home camp and it's Ugh. it's phenomenal to see it. There was somebody, somebody. I'm loving the World Cup, but I can't fucking do it. Especially when you see news articles about a stupid fucking bitch jumping up and down on front of a uh, on a, on an ambulance in London, and the dude falling through the fucking. Did you see that one? The, the, the guy falling through the roof? the roof. That was phenomenal. I mean, it was hilarious, but knob. Did you Just see the guy in uh, Middlesbrough who um, everyone else was like celebrating after it was after um, we won on penalties? against Colombia mm. um, mm. and everyone else is like jumping around and then you just see this like middle-aged guy start bollock naked just runs <laughs> off like runs past the camera and the camera follows him and he's just legging it up the road he just doesn't stop he just sprints away <laughs> <laughs> we saw uh, we were up in Sheffield um, uh, this weekend so we just got back today but um, yeah chatting to Nikki and she and she was like she said she was uh, doesn't really get football but she was watching the match where we won on penalties and uh, she said she heard cheers from like outside in the street and like so uh, like looked around the curtain to see what was going on outside and there was just one man like stood out in the street <laughs> looking for someone to celebrate with like just run out of his house desperately hoping someone else would have done the same thing and he was well, alone when, it, when alone. it was um, when it was penalties I um, like bricked it on the last penalty and was like I can't watch this and I paused the TV and I was like right I just need to centre myself <laughs> calm down and then I just heard like four different houses like just start screaming yeah. I was like oh we've won then <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh dear uh, no yeah, I, good, someone good. Uh, someone I don't know who it was but someone said on Twitter last night um, it was brilliant it was like um, uh, I'm fed up of seeing these it's coming home tweets and if I see another one I am definitely going to retweet it because it is coming home <laughs> <laughs> And I like to think that um, I think it was a woman. I like to think that she was uh, she just she was like the Hulk. She was changing over. It was like Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> she was she was writing that tweet out, and she's she's now fully. It's coming home. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm fully supportive. Like, as not a not an ultra football fan. Like, mm. I like all sport really, but not like 
I'm not a fanatic. Yeah, no, no. Um, I'm not. I'm not a supporter of. You don't have teams, a particular you know I mean? team. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think you were a Man United like, supporter fucking, when we were kids, but I, did, I think that was more yeah, just. I think everyone was, weren't they? Well, no, I, I obviously wasn't. I, mean. um, <laughs> I think that was more just like because you had to have something. You were, you had to have yeah, a team. Yeah, you were yeah. like, oh, I might as well. Pe- have this people one, ask you all the time, so I was like, <laughs> Man United. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm fucking loving the World Cup, but uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of taught in this in between camp where uh, I don't want to fucking endlessly um, repost fucking cu- it's coming home memes. But I also get annoyed when people are moaning about the it's coming home memes. So, so you're you know really I mean? like sitting on the fence at the moment. So all oh, no, take... I'm fucking loving the World Cup, but the, the relentless memes are no, no, no. I'm talking about you going full um, fucking uh, EDL <laughs> and me. painting your face into into an England flag. <laughs> I seriously, yeah, if, if we win on Wednesday, I'm also annoyed. <laughs> I'm going to go into work on Thursday morning with my face painted in the England flag. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm going to join no, the EDL not. if we win on. <laughs> yeah. It's only where people giving it the big like. Uh, all right, you know, we haven't done anything good yet, so... Oh, no, we've only won everyone. a lot of like, football matches. We've only, we've oh, yeah, only scored like, a decent like, amount of goals yeah. and played really good football and seem yeah. to be having the <laughs> best the time, time ever. Since yeah. I can remember. It, yeah. genuine, it's, We're in the fucking semi-finals of the World Cup. Yeah. It's like, and, it, on, and, it's, and it's like uplifting as well. Like, Gareth yeah, Southgate yeah. seems to be a really nice fella. Like, we're not the bad yeah, guys really for like once. Him. I like him. Yeah, I like yeah. him a lot. What, what do you think of, uh, you know, at risk of railroading this episode into the World Cup special, um, what, what, what did you think of him after the penalties going over to the Colombian? I think, I think I think he really, I think he can probably, so I, I've, done, I've done a bit of reading up to see if he's just a wank or if he's a decent person. Um, mm. And uh, he, from what I can see, like a few people have told uh, stories about him online about like interactions they've had with him and he, he seems like a decent chap and I think probably he went over to the Columbia players because he's been there he knows what it's like and it's shit yeah and, I, and I'm sure I'm, I'm you know I'd, I'd like to think and I am I'm fairly sure that there, there was no kind of um, you know doing it for effect like I'm sure he wasn't kind of playing up to the cameras it doesn't feel like that however he doesn't, he doesn't also, come across however, as be, he, he comes across as, as lacking guile it's just, yeah Yes, he comes across as genuine, right? Mm. But um, but I also think he's intelligent enough to know that that Colombian player does not want to be comforted by his own fucking manager, mm. let alone the manager of the other team. Like, do do not go near that player. I would I would I would have been very close to telling him to go fuck himself, even if he was being genuine. If yeah. I was that Colombian player, yeah, yeah, you know. So um, so yeah, so it's it's coming home. Um, no, I, uh, I even if we get, even if we get host six nil on um, on Wednesday, don't care. Like, uh, like this yeah. is this every World Cup. Um, you go, you watch one match in a pub, and you're like, this is the best thing in the world. Why can't yeah. we? Why can't we be this kind of like? Why can't we have this like um, nice nationalism? Why does our nationalism always have mm. to be tinged with mm. racism and? Mm. Uh, bigotry but um, but when you go and watch England in the pub, in the pub it's it, you know there's a few there's a few EDL there but there's um, <laughs> the majority of people are just like normal people who who are just yep. coming together and it's a nice communal thing so yep. it, before the world but then the, inevitably we play shit and it gets ruined and everyone gets grumpy yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and, yeah. and, and all it's been it's just been glorious so far it's just been even when we've not been brilliant it's still been brilliant yeah it's not it's just nice to see uh you know because we are it's it's in our fucking dna isn't it the 442 mm. uh and it's nice to see us actually realize that that's probably not the the very best way to play football and embrace that a little bit and uh um yeah even like you say even um even when it's not been brilliant it's still been you know not unattractive football to watch which is the first time i could say that in as long as i can remember world cups well yeah i don't think i don't think i think one of the things that stood out is that it's not the best 11 England players on the pitch it's the mm. best team yeah it's the be- it's the it's the 11 players that make the, the best word. yeah but the best English yeah. the best England team um, yes. yeah. and that's and that's and that's nice to see and actually everyone's had a you had Pickford's heroics um, against Colombia. Oh, Harry, super Harry Kane, who looks like Rodney um, from Only Fools and Horses, <laughs> looks like Nicholas Lindhurst. Um, also looks like Gareth Southgate's son. So yeah, yeah, yeah. My mate, my mate keeps messaging me about uh, talking about uh, Harry Kane's magic chin, and I, I don't know. Is there a meme there? Is that an, is that I have an no internet thing that I'm not about. deep enough? Put that, uh, put that down for next week. Chin. We're gonna have to Google it. Yeah. Well, actually, next week we could be World Cup winners, or we could be we could be out. So, oh, we should, I'm excited and should we record? To, are, you, are we going to watch it down? I'm going to have to go. We're going to have to go and watch it down the pub, really, aren't we? We can't like it's not going to be acceptable to, to watch it. I mean, take the no. take the microphone with me and record it. I'm going. I'm going to the pub on Wednesday. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Actually, I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to watch it at home. He, he, Oh yeah, are you yeah. taking have you taken Theo down a pub or no? No, I didn't. Me and Charlie no? went down and watched it. We left uh, Theo. Theo's got no interest. Theo's Theo's, oh, really? Theo's watched the games. Um, sat on a chair that you can't see the TV in our room from. <laughs> like it's level with the TV, so he's and he's just playing you know Roblox or fucking Fortnite or something. So he doesn't give a <sighs> shit. He'll ask what's going on, and like he's happy when we when we win, but he doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. And and, no, and good luck no, to that's him. That's what I say. How do you how do you how do you feel about that as a, as a Chelsea man? Yeah, through and through. Um, Are you okay with it? So I'm um, I'm going to be murdered in my sleep by um, a bunch of um, Tories. Um, so I'm super excited to um, I'm I'm super excited to uh, to say this is the last podcast we do before I'm taken into Jess Phillips's. Um, re-education camp where she's we, gonna can, tell me how um how it's misogynistic for me to tell her to go fuck herself but it's not misogynistic for her to tell diane abbott to go fuck herself so you know can we should we have a little a little a little round up on what happened with jess yeah i was a bit pissed last night um and i really don't like jess phillips and she often gets retweeted Why, into well, okay hold on why don't you like her because she's a fucking tory She's a she's a she's a labor. I mean, she's a labor politician. She, she's a labor politician that got in in two thousand and ten and decided that um, left wing polit that by but being a being an MP in a left wing political party, the best way to do that was to go to the right of that party. And unfortunately, she got in um, at a point where the um, where, uh, a point where the um, the party was Come moving on, left. And okay, and instead of and, and she's she's the worst kind of politician, which is she's not got the political smarts to say, oh, well, maybe I'll just keep my head down and be, or you know, like assume like more left wing ideology. She'll double down on being a fucking Tory. 
so um oh, right. she, she annoys me and she says stupid things so last week um she had some incredible greatest hits um including saying that um as a labor mp she would never um support a um labor government that was led by jeremy corbyn which in my opinion is the minimum requirement for you to be yes. uh, is is yeah, to yeah, yeah. is to say i want the party that i'm a part of to form a government yes um, yeah, yeah, and she yeah, also yeah. said that um that people calling her a tory online was um equivalent to domestic violence um and that she so was she's being, an idiot. she was being gaslit and being um and being isolated um, by the hard left, and that the hard left and the hard right um, treat her just the same. To which I would say, um, within the last couple of years, a, uh, a fellow MP, a Labour MP, was murdered by a um, far right head case. Um, yeah. And that is not the equivalent of me calling her a Tory. Um, anyway, yeah. so she, so I, so I got pissed last night, obviously watching the football, and she, a picture of her with an England sign, um, came onto my timeline. So um, I said, while it is definitely coming home, <laughs> Jess, well, I actually said Hess Phillips because I was pissed and I was just banging away at the keyboard. <laughs> um, needs to fuck off, and um, and so today has just been, and she obviously saw a great opportunity to. Um, uh, Take the get one out over of a, on a lefty. A, yeah, get get one over out on a <laughs> dyslexic. Yeah, or, you know, really singling <laughs> is, out is my disability, Jess Phillips. Oh, um, and uh, retweeting into a timeline. So I've just been dealing with utter fucking melts all day, um, yeah. including somebody kind of who cosplays. Uh, Would you say define melts? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. What, what, what makes them melts? They're melts because they're so they're they're they're, they're notionally Labour supporters. So notionally, their hearts in the right place, but they're they're this um the they're this strand of um of leftism that isn't really left wing. That right. um that they would describe themselves. I bet they would describe themselves as centre left. They'd say, "Ah, oh, okay. I'm a because you know we've got to have pragmatic approach to uh, to politics. You know, we've got to, the the type of person that thinks that I, I think it was on um, it was on Chapo this week that they were talking about um, the idea that um, the liberals in uh, the Democrats in uh, U.S. politics seem to think that they need a hundred percent of the vote to um, enact their policies. When right. what what, poli what politics actually is is developing a um a consensus amongst your own voters and yet then using that consensus to beat the other people like to beat the yeah. so in so in our country to beat the tories so tories are really good at developing a consensus of you know like fucking brexit yeah like well of like bullied in psychos psychosis and uh you know forced buggery on children in uh, private schools um and sure and they develop that consensus and then they they force that can they force that uh consensus on the rest of the population so if you say to people like um you know like the majority of people don't vote conservative but if the conservatives get in they don't go well you know we need to start um you know we might want to i don't know 
Um, fox it, we might want to increase tax. We want, might want to lower taxes on the rich, but we're also going to nationalise the railways because we want to, you know, we want to keep the the left on yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah, go yeah. go fuck yourself. We're going to do exactly what we want, and that's what yeah. we should do as well. When we get in power, when the left gets in power, it should say your opinions do not matter to us as long as we're in power we're going to do it our way and then yeah. you know when we're out of power we're going to still fight for what we believe in because it's not a what i think it is is if you're politics if you haven't got any skin in the game in politics it just feels like it feels like a game it feels like if, yeah. if the if the if the policies don't really affect you so if you you know if if your tax rate going up won't really affect your ability to feed your family or you know the removal of like decent education for your children in in state schools will really affect you you'll have two different opinions as to mm. you know what's good and what's not good so you see a lot of these people talk about civility you know because it's you know they don't want to be told that they're dickheads they want to just be left alone and not really affected by it and somebody mm. calling them a dickhead on twitter is probably the worst thing that's ever happened to them so yeah, so I've been dealing with dickheads that like do things like cosplay <laughs> as fucking Horatio Hornblower. Um, so I was called I was called a misogynist by somebody who pretends he's Horatio Hornblower on Twitter. Um, Amazing. I was told that um, that it's me attacking a Labour MP rather than taking the fight to the Tories. This is a Labour MP that this week has said that she wouldn't st- that she wouldn't uh, want a Labour government. I mean, these people are just fucking yeah. stupid, and yeah, I think yeah. the real big problem is that I've allowed it to have allowed it to uh, bother me for an afternoon. When what I should have really <laughs> have done is just gone, "You're all fucking dickheads. You've all yeah. got shit politics, and come the Look, revolution, no you're going John, straight. John. You're the first in the re-education camps." John, no, no one has ever. I mean, the frequency with which you talk about re-education camps is so <laughs> scary. Okay, that's the first thing. All right. Also, yeah, no one has ever won a fucking argument on Twitter. It doesn't happen. So just no one's ever won fucking, an argument in real life. Just I, tell them. Just you, tell can them. Can you that genuinely you've, say that you've ever had an argument with somebody where the blood has got up between the two of you? Yeah. No. You've you thought point A, they've thought point B, and by the end of the argument, either of you have switched your opinions. No. No. no, no it's no, never no, happened. No. no it's yeah. Bollocks. Even halfway through the argument, when you realise you're wrong. You still stick to your guns. No, you're in a death spiral at that point. <laughs> but no, if you can well, hold on longer was, than the you, other you, person, no one's, no one's ever, no one's ever won an argument. Full stop. Let alone on fucking Twitter. So um, uh, yeah, just tell them, just tell them that you've slept with their wives and see how angry they get. No, oh, that's the key that's to it, it, mate. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Good. Well, should we get off politics? Yeah, just please. Just like I got yeah, a few Pete, um, um, one, of, one of my mates, Pete, said... Uh, said. Um, can you start that again? Because uh, I'm going to have to cut... I just made a, your mum joke and I will not I will not disrespect Jennifer Hampton on my podcast. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Right. Do you want me to go now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, so you apologise. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So, sorry for stepping on can your... We, Eddie, before your, you talk about your mate, Pete, can we just go back to... Did you see Maradona at the World Cup um, against... Um, who was it against? Where he was just off his nut on gear. It was against Senegal. No, no. Oh, it was phenomenal. <laughs> he, it, they cut to him just after. So um, Argentina needed to win, and it was just after um, they scored the second goal. They cut to him, and he was jumping up and down and cheering like a like literally. He is perfectly spherical. He looks like my grandmother yeah. at this point. Um, right. And then he was just his started jaw going nine to the double dozen. flipping off the. Um, 
the Senegalese fans below him <laughs> and they had to cut away. And then and he and every time they cut to him, he would be gurning his tits off, rubbing his nose. <laughs> and uh, then he had like a minor heart attack the next day and had to go to the hospital. <laughs> Did he? Well, well no, he was he was very sick. But um, oh, right. he was having a great time. He was having a beautiful time. Obviously um, he's on the gear. Come on. Yeah. There's a picture what of him. There there's do? a picture of him stood up. He's got he's got two people holding on to him because he's like stood up um, at the front where there's like a little <laughs> glass partition. Yeah. Um, he's got two people holding on to him to stop him falling over and he's like screaming <laughs> with his arms splayed. But the interesting <laughs> thing is that it looks like there's fucking gear all over the like little <laughs> glass fence that's stood in front of him. So I just want to say, I just want to one day have half as much of a good time as Maradona has been having at this World Cup. You'd just drop it in a toilet somewhere, mate. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's not worth know. it. Well, it depends, mate. It depends if um, two toilets is um, in Russia. Oh, listen, I've been speaking to people about two toilets. I think it's got legs. <laughs> I think he's got legs. I don't like Nicky Pizus are are semi part time uh, occasional um, guest yeah, when, he can, when he can turn up when he's not got too drunk the night before. He's got. Yeah. I've had hangovers, but I've never not been able to speak because I've had a hangover. We need to going to get him like Stephen Hawkins <laughs> fucking speaking spell so that he can uh, so that he can communicate with us on a Sunday. He, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't remember where I was going with that. Um, two oh, toilets. Yeah. No, even if he doesn't, if he doesn't want to do as two toilets, the app, then we'll find someone who does do apps. Um, yeah. I think I think it's worth our, our, our weekly check in on the um, uh, Master Commander update as well. Master well, Conqueror. So Master Conqueror, we, I'm going to give you the update. He emailed us. I think yeah. we've upset him by constantly referring him to referring to him as the Unabomber. Um, <laughs> his uh, last message said. Um, hello all I've been trying to think of some good names for the terrorist monster truck so at least he's fucking like oh know, he's on message yeah he's on go. message yeah. but the best I could think of <laughs> I could come up with was maximum destruct sharia law which oh. <laughs> but he did say which I did like going along the line of the ironic homo jokes I can't believe that you guys didn't come up with gay digger instead of grave digger that's um, a good point yeah because well, yeah. the the problem is, is because we were both trying not to say the most obvious one. What was that? Well, come on, Rick. What's what's the what's the? If we were going full come town, what would we refer to Grave Digger as? It would be Grave. Oh, I've got. And then that's how I'd get fired from my job. Oh, I see. Yes, <laughs> I've got you. I've got you. Yes. Um, he um, says that, that the shell. FBI profile um, was frighteningly accurate apart from it's not my own poo that I wank with um, I was going to carry on with the really creepy vibes and find your work address John and send you a letter but thought maybe that was a step too far for <laughs> um, a laugh on your podcast which is a shame because that would have been yeah. fucking amazing if it had sent me like a proper <laughs> like package that yes, I opened it, it and I was convinced um, it was a pipe bomb yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we, um, can we, uh, you opened it and there was a suspect powder in it and your entire building got evacuated. Yeah. That would be the best. Turns yeah. out it was just ice and sugar. Or yeah. gear. 
Um, <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got, I've got a, a fairly you've solid got a, work in theory. Yeah, do you've we want to talk a, about that because this is, I mean, it gives us content every week. Do we want to ruin it? Well, I think, well, I think we need to. He gets, he gets most angry when we suggest he's someone else, right? And it's not him. But your oh, okay. work in theory. I think yeah. has legs. We just need to work out yeah, definitely. how we get to Master Commander. So, do you want to? Do you want to? Should we? Should we tease it? Should we? Should we have a? Should we have a? We're not going to do it this week. We're going to have an episode. Episode twenty is going to be yes, our, the grand reveal. Yeah, making a murderer, making a master commander. Oh, nice, making a master conqueror. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna say who we think it is live on the podcast. And yeah. we're going to get them on the phone as well. We're going to ring them up on the podcast nice. and like try and work out how we're going to do that because I don't think that's actually possible. Now I think about well, it. Well, I think I, I, you know, I could, I could phone him uh, off my other, off my other mobile and then put him on speakerphone. Perfect. It wouldn't be great quality, but it'd work all right. Um, it'll be, it'll be better quality than the first two fucking weeks where you couldn't work out how to. It'd be better quality than a number of episodes where I forgot to turn on the mic and we're just recording yes. from the tiny microphone on the laptop. So, yeah. yeah. What ep- what episode did you actually work out how to not be fucking retarded? I think it was like episode 15 or something. Are you joking? No, I think it, it was... that long? We're only on like, we're only on like 17. I think, no, I think it was probably like we're episode like 13 or 14. Right. It was definitely post-episode. Because I, I just think if I, I want... I, if, if people do... On, in, in a mad, mad world where people do start listening I really don't want them to go any earlier than that episode where you worked out how to do it <laughs> I want them to I want them to try and piece together episode you, 2 I want you that. want them to come on the journey with us yeah uh, yeah because I think it's a, yeah, it's been a learning experience <laughs> well for you it has yeah yeah well, I'm sorry, mate. I'm not the one who. I mean, realistically, they need to listen to every episode where they uh, where they're forced to shit themselves because the uh, song <laughs> at the end comes on and just <laughs> destroys their eardrums. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, damages got... their headphones and their hearing. <laughs> I think I think I must be going deaf because I have got no idea what people are talking about when that happens. <laughs> When it's just it's like probably because you're listening so through loud. really cheap headphones when you listen back. No, here. well, I think I was listening to through like all right Sennheisers. Um, no, I like I like the idea of you know like when you turn really turn something up in a, on a car stereo and it just becomes like yeah. unintelligible noise. That that's crackly what, fuzz. That's what my yeah. little brother asked me. He's like, why don't you ever get taken down by SoundCloud for um, um, copyright infringement? <laughs> I was like, well, a because no one's listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but B, I think it's because the sound quality, the volume, is so loud. That whatever algorithm they've got listening through, trying to find stuff, is just like yeah. not even sure that that's that's actual uh, music. That might just be static. I think also there's a thing if uh, if it absolutely came to it, then um, I think you're allowed to use. You're allowed to, you know, I'm going to say infringe on copyright, just so you mm. know what I mean. But it's not an infringement on copyright mm. uh, if you're doing it for satire. Mm. Yeah. So, you um, don't have, so for example, like in, in in Family Guy, for example, when they take the piss out of fucking everything, they don't have to get permission to do that. Yeah. I would just say, mate, that um, how about this? I want to. I've got a counterpoint for you. Yeah. Don't give a shit. I'm, what they're gonna do? Fucking sue me. <laughs> they can have all the money that we make from this podcast. <laughs> Wait. Whoa. 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 On um, the phone, there, my friend. I am. Um, 
Oh, I've got a bit of staticky noise there. Is everything all right, Can you're you, Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so I found um, somebody on uh, Twitter um, oh, described our podcast absolutely perfectly. Um, is this guy called Adrian Chen, um, at Adrian Chen. Um, Do on you know Twitter. him? No, I don't know him. He just said um, he was envisaging um, the perfect podcast. He described it as a podcast where people have to explain to their significant others what they're laughing at on Twitter. And that's entirely <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> Good. So he wasn't actually talking about our podcast. He wasn't talking about us. He was talking oh, about... He just happened to... John, you, need to, you needed to frame the start of that sentence better because you had convinced me that we had gained a fan no, uh, in someone we didn't already know. Do you want to hear something else really disturbing that I found out? Yeah. Sometimes kittens will try to suck each other's dicks because they think it's their mum's nipples and sometimes it's so <laughs> damaging to the dicks that the little kittens have that they Ow. have to be put down. No. Yep, apparently. No. Apparently. Is that real? Where did you hear that? I heard that from... Um, at Libby Watson on uh, Twitter. All right. So I, uh, I I read uh, about a tick called the Lone Star Tick. Talking yes. about weird animal stuff. Did you read about this? I I heard about it on Rogan, where I get all yeah, of the information so, from. So so Lone Star Tick. If if you get a Lone Star Tick bite, there is a chance that you will develop an allergy to meat. Yeah. How mental is that? How far away are we from finding that there's a tick that if you um, get bitten by it, you can only eat human flesh? That's what I'm saying. That's like the opposite. Yeah. That's what I'm calling out. Well, it's that's interesting. That's not. It's not. I mean, no, it's a million miles away. Yeah, but it's not a million miles away. Um. So what? So there's like two, uh, like base kind of carbohydrate sugar type things, mm. uh, and one of them exists in almost all mammals apart from apes, including humans. Mm. Uh, and then the opposite one is in apes and humans, and not in anything else. Mm. And basically, if the tip picks it up from another animal and then bites you, then it leaves that. Uh, that carbohydrate in your bloodstream and your body goes into fucking panic mode and produces shitloads of antibodies to try and kill it off. Mm. Um, and that's it. And then every time you eat um, fucking mammal meat after that... Oh, is it? Is it all meat? allergic reaction. So it's not just steak? It's not just red meat? No. It's all no, meat? It's, no, it's not all meat. It's all mam- mammalian meat. So you, so you can, can eat, eat fish. fish and poultry. Fish and oh, poultry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But kind of the red meats, I guess. I mean, it would be sad, but, you know, you'd work around it. You'd still eat sushi. It's just it's just weird, though. And it's like, it's not just a bit of a reaction. You go into anaphylactic shock. Fucking hell. From eating steak. Yeah. So is there, not, is there a cure? I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. Poor boss. Like, you know, it can, it can be that sometimes the... Um, uh, sometimes the symptoms fade over time, but like the, the report I read was like some um, people have reported that they're still having symptoms after 20 years. Jesus. I know. Weird, right? That's pretty weird. Mm. That's not good. Go. That's not the one, is it? Well, I wonder whether it's... I, well, I wondered whether it's... Um, before I knew that it was something that the tick was taking out of other animals, uh, I wondered whether it was some kind of bizarre evolutionary thing that, that so, in, in some way benefited the ticks. But I couldn't, I couldn't make it stick. More, um, more, more mammals? So they're not getting eaten? Uh, yeah, less competition. But no, that, that, but like, yeah, that's that, ridiculous. Yeah, that like suggests like a level of intelligence, doesn't it? Like <laughs> yeah. the tick's like fucking beavering yeah. away in its lab. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what it's come up with. Oh, good luck to yeah. it. You know, we go. it's working hard. It's grafting. So Lena's mega pregnant. Yeah, how's she loving being this pregnant in this heat? 
Uh, she's dealing all right with it, actually. She doesn't complain about the heat too much. She's pretty, she's pretty chill. Pretty stoic. I mean, the bump is the bump is whopper right now. Yeah, he's your kid, mate. Uh, she she bumped into yeah fair. She bumped into an Italian lady in the uh, in, in in the supermarket earlier uh, or yesterday, uh, and she just said in a really thick Italian accent, "It's a boy." Uh, yeah, and she knows. Like, right, She's well, got. Well, didn't didn't really ask, but whatever. Thanks for your input. I like I like the fact that Lena that Lena was offended. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she, she, she's she like excuse me oh, no. did I ask I'm, your opinion yeah <laughs> no, I'm hamming that up but uh, I'm sure she was incredibly polite about it yeah I'm sure she was yeah. I'm fair she, they both just went oh <laughs> until they both uh, melted but interestingly she didn't ask if she knew she didn't go do you know what the, the, the sex is and then uh, and then say what she thought she just went it's a boy and in hindsight I wish Lena had gone no no we've had the scan it's actually a girl so <laughs> fuck off yeah. yeah, that would have been the move. Yeah. That would have been the one. Um, did you see? Um, it was Battle of the Stepdads last night. I don't know what that means. Do you not remember? Um, do you not remember my conversation with you about um, Daniel on the podcast as well? So everyone's heard it about um, Daniel Cormier <laughs> and Stepe. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they yeah, they yeah. fought last night. Stepe, please tell me he took it away. No, Cormier <gasps> knocked him out in the first round. Oh my god! My my and Cormier was my favourite one out of the two of them. I love I love Steve. Is Cormier a lot better? Of time for him. Um. So I mean, so w- when we spoke about it before, I said I said I said two things about Cormier. Um, obviously his uh, his wrestling is incredible, but what is really incredible is his dirty boxing. So him yeah, get because yeah, he's because yeah. he's always the smaller man. He has yeah. to get um, on the inside, inside the a lot reach. more. Yeah, yeah. And so he gets into the clinch and boxes from the clinch. And the way he won the fight last night was he got into the clinch, faked. Um, he he had an overhook on Stipe's arm to hold the arm down, but that's not good if you're the smaller man because you can just literally be lifted up by the guy moving their yeah, arm right, up right. in the air. Um, and then he he limped armed the um, the overhook to get it under. Which, yeah. if he can get it under, he can basically just take Stipe down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get so so the arms on the back, uh, and uh, Stipe moved away, and Cormier just threw a lovely short hook and knocked it like yeah. literally knocked him out. Uh, he was on the floor, and he just got punched in the face a few more times, and it was called first Bingo. round knockout. So he's fighting Brock Lesnar next, and Brock Lesnar got Fucking into the ring man. afterwards and cut a, 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 a WWF promo. Push Stipe, <laughs> push no, sorry, not Stipe. Push Daniel Cormier, told him to fuck off, and uh, just not going mad. Cormier was giving it big licks <laughs> back as well, but he's literally maybe a foot smaller. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing, so perfect. So when's that it, fight? Um, well, Brock is still on a suspension for um, testing positive um, at UFC 200. For copious amounts of steroids. Yeah, he's off his nut on steroids. Yeah, of course he is. Look at and him. he's got to do a, I think it's six months. So oh, I think right. it'll be kind of January time. So because um, DC's the champ champ, he's yeah. probably going to have a fight at lightweight and then he'll fight Brock Lesnar right. at heavyweight. Because it doesn't really matter if he loses his lightweight belt. But mm. the only person who would, who realistically could beat um, Cormier is John Jones, and John Jones is nowhere to be seen, as Never it should be, again. because John Jones is not my platonic ideal of what a stepfather a should be, yeah. and DC <laughs> is. The best thing was, like, so 
DC doesn't fuck around. You can tell when he gets serious, and it's when he tucks his sweatshirt into his trousers at the weigh-in. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as whatever yeah. t- whatever top he's got on, whatever long sleeve top he's got on, um, he it gets tucked in. You know he means business. At, at the um, <laughs> press conference before the fight, as he was getting up, he fell over and like damaged his leg. <laughs> oh. So, um, you know, he was, he's really, he basically is, he's basically like, imagine they remade the Rocky films, but they cast the guy who played Carlton in Fresh Prince as Rocky, (laughs) and he (laughs) weighed 250 pounds. (laughs) He was so, like, he looks like, that I've got a better body than him. He looks like a, uh, he looks like a middle-aged. You're an heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that next. <laughs> yes, we are. Go Charlie, on, sorry. did you just put that ice cream in the freezer? Yes, it's going to melt. Yeah, it will be liquid and then I can drink it. <laughs> no, it's all right. I can take it out in a minute. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I, had a, I had a tub of Ben and Jerry's um, half baked on the side that I've just been, yeah. I got about an hour ago and I've just been allowing it to melt down. So it's just a drink. So I could just basically drink a tub of ice cream. <laughs> Because uh, I don't know if you know, but I'm a professional Why? athlete. Because um, it's beautiful. Uh, Have you ever drunk a tub of ice cream? No. It's incredible. Is it, is it basically the greatest milkshake ever? Yeah, I mean, you can feel the edges of your heart attack while you're drinking it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a professional athlete now. I don't know if if, uh, if you've heard. So I went down to, um, or went up to Cambridge with um, little Liam Wallace last Saturday. Sure. Um, big, big Liam Wallace big Liam yeah six foot five Liam Wallace and yeah. um, we were both fighting in the Cambridge Open and uh, was he oh, hold on what he was um, he was rolling as well was he he was what does he roll as well as box yeah yeah he's um, he does um, jiu jitsu as well yeah yeah nice he's really coming along he's, he's um, he was really good so he turned up we got there in time for his fight and there were three other people in his weight class and none yeah. of them turned up, so he just won, he won gold. He he unofficially won he won gold the gold medal in my eyes by proxy. Um, and then they went they went well. By default, we've already done all of the other weight categories that we could put you in. But there's a um, a masters ultra heavyweight um, at, um, ten to two that we could put you in. I was like, I'm in that one. And uh, so then so then me and Liam had to fight. Amazing. Yeah. How did it go? Um, it went all right. I, it was. I've never been so terrified in my life. So beforehand, I was completely <laughs> like serene. I wasn't at all nervous because it's just, just yeah. silly, isn't it? There's, I'm, I'm fighting now. I'm fighting Liam and this other big lad. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. You know, it's, it's just. You know, it's nice. It's just going to be a. You know, a bit of a knockabout. And then yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as I stepped on the mats for my first fight, I shit it like huge <laughs> adre- adrenaline dump and. Uh, yeah. Just and by an adrenaline dump, I don't. Sorry, it's just a fucking oh. Hell's Angel biker gang just pulling up outside my flat. Um, <laughs> and by a huge adrenaline dump, I mean um, uh, I don't mean I shit myself. I mean uh, <laughs> I suddenly had all of the adrenaline my body could possibly produce running through my system, and I was incredibly tired. Um, <laughs> and so I fought Liam in the first Mate, match. You, you went basically. You went. Your your fight and fight or flight response was triggered, and yeah. it was desperately trying to flight. Yeah, it, 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 no, it and was, it was only shame that kept you in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, yeah, because you hear people like um, say like the adrenaline hits, and they're just like 
could like lift up a bus and the adrenaline yeah. hit and it was just like do you fancy going to bed <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i fought liam in the first match and um i won on points and i didn't i didn't do i didn't fight very well um i, I just got into a good position and, and kept moving between positions and it, I, yeah. I had i just couldn't get anything going and then in yeah. the second fight um i uh the guy tried to take me down um, and I tried to get him into a guillotine. So I tried to roll into a guillotine, um, yeah. so that I'd end up on top with his like with a basically like a headlock for for yeah, people don't know, yeah. basically like a headlock on him, so I could choke him. Yeah. Um, and but then he rolled on top, so I was underneath, and I played a bit from uh, from the bottom, and I, yeah. I swept him, so he fell onto his back, and I was so tired. Normally, what I would do is so, so he was stood up, and I uh, I grabbed both of his ankles and pushed my hips onto his belly so he falls yeah. over and normally yeah. what I would do is then scrabble up on top of him and I'd be sat on top of him above his waist and that's like yeah. the best position you can be in realistically yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I was so tired that I just lay <laughs> and I had his foot, I had leg <laughs> trapped so he couldn't get up either and I just lay there for about I don't know about 45 seconds until he could <laughs> until he finally stood up I just could not move and then um, I tried to sweep him again he uh, he passed my guard and then he armbarred me and it really hurt. Oh. And he was this really did you he tap. Was, I did tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was this really big. He was this really big, nice like Eastern European lump, which uh, mm. is a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, and then oh. him, him and Liam fought, and because uh, there's only three of us in the weight category, him and right. Liam fought, and Liam lost the judges' decision because they both had exactly oh. the same points. Um, right. And Liam and Liam was robbed because. Uh, he had the guy in an armbar and we both think that the guy tapped but the referee didn't think that the guy tapped and then oh, right. gave him the decision so yeah oh bollocks so yeah but it was good Robbery. it was good fun I don't know if I'll ever do it again it was it was too terrifying um, yeah fair yeah. it gets easier every time mate I don't know I don't uh, know also also it sounds like sounds like let, let down by cardio more than anything else no I don't think what do you think no it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't cardio issues it was it was like brain connection to body it was well I felt really sluggish like unusually um, Mm. slow Um, I'm not like explosive but like I can you know move at more than a snail's (laughs) pace yeah um no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was cardio. And my cardio has really improved because I've been. Um, I'm doing a 10k at the beginning of August, so I've been training for that. And mm. my cardio has really picked up a lot. Um, but no, I think it was just nerves. I think it was just like the, the adrenaline oh, like right. go, courses through you, and it just drained yeah. me. And so maybe next time, it, I, you know, I'll be able to deal with it better. Or. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, also, it was last Saturday, which was incredibly hot, and the room that we were in was in a was like a fucking sweat box, and I was oh, doing right. it in my gi, which is like doing it in your doing it in like double denim, thick so pajamas, yeah, yeah thick <laughs> denim pajamas. So <laughs> all of that ended up to me sweating about I don't know. And the, the interesting thing is, I weighed myself beforehand, and yeah. I'm not far off the weight category below. So all I have to do is not drink or eat too much and I could probably fight I could be at the top of my weight category as opposed to right at the bottom of yeah, 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 yeah. At the moment. anyway what what's the one below uh super heavy right what's yeah. the what's the upper limit on that 
105 uh, no 100.5 kilograms right. um in the gi okay. so i weighed in at 101.8 in the gi so right 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 it's got a little, little bit over a kilo just to get a lighter gi no nah, it didn't work like that is that not a thing no it's not like a not that you could do, if you turned up in like a like pair of silk pajamas silk pajamas <laughs> 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 silk paisley yeah. pajamas yeah. yeah with rga on the back <laughs> um it was the yeah it was the it was hq's grading on friday um and then they all went out and watched the um watched the uh brazil match afterwards and so there was just a picture of like 10 black belts in uh brazil shirts and we've not heard from them since brazil got knocked out so <laughs> i can only assume that they're all in police custody yeah 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 maybe yeah. one of them was the guy who jumped through the bus stop roof yes yes oh ah, good good so yeah. um did you read the article that i sent you um yesterday yeah i did yeah yeah i just i was thinking though that i know nick wanted to wanted to vent on it well, he should have turned up, really. shouldn't he? Oh, that's true. Do you um, give the overview, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, yeah, I'm gonna. So basically, it's written by um, uh, Douglas Rushkoff, and he is a um, professor. I think he's an economist, um, and it the the name of the article is "Survival of the Richest." Uh, and the strap line is uh, the wealthy are plotting to leave us behind and basically what he says is he was invited to go to a um, private resort to give a keynote speech um, and he gets these um, invitations quite often and they're you know a bit shit he doesn't really like them but they're basically offering him half of his annual salary to go and do his keynote speech so he's like yeah fair enough and uh, when he got there, instead of it being in front of like a couple of hundred people, like investment bankers and that kind of thing, it was five super wealthy guys, men, mm. um, and they were all like, basically hedge fund managers, yeah, like owners of uh, big hedge funds. And it started off like innocuously enough, and it's like you know, should we invest in Bitcoin? Is quantum computing a real thing? But then mm. slowly but surely, uh, I'm going to read from the article, slowly but surely, however, they edged into their real topics of concern. And it was, which region will be less impacted by the coming climate crisis, New Zealand or Alaska? Is uh, Google really building Ray Kurzweil a home for his brain? And will his conscience, <laughs> consciousness live on through the transmission? Or will it die and be reborn as a whole new one? And then finally... Um, the CEO of a brokerage house explained that he had nearly completed building his own underground bunker system and wanted to know, how do I maintain authority over my security force after the event? Um, and the event basically is a euphemism. Yeah, is a euphemism for like, either environmental collapse or like social unrest or a nuclear war or an unstoppable yeah. virus or like basically like the end of civilization. Incredible and that was basically they what they talk talked about, about it, for like. hours was, that was yeah. what they really wanted to know was... Um, they knew armed guards would be required to protect their compounds from angry mobs, but yeah. they couldn't pay them because money wouldn't be worth anything. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically, what would stop their their security guards just fucking air-holing them um, the yeah. second the event happens? 
And so, yeah. like, this is what they, this is what these fucking captains of these brain geniuses were coming up with: a special combination lock on the food supply that only they knew. Yeah, I wonder how you know, like, maybe somebody else could get that combination. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe somebody with military training and uh, loose mor- yeah. morals. Um, or making Would their peel guard... back your fucking fingernails yeah. until you told him. Yeah, um, or making guards wear disciplinary collars of some kind in return for their survival, or maybe building robots to serve as the guards and workers if that technology could be developed in time. And th- and that's basically what we've got to is Elon Musk isn't building rocket ships to Mars because he wants to go and live on Mars um, because he yeah. like you know it's like a great humanitarian effort. He's building a rocket ship to Mars because he knows if he stays much longer, he's going to be hung from a lamppost. Yeah. So what I think we should do yeah. now is hang them so, from lampposts. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a, it's an interesting point of conversation though. Even if you're not super rich, um, like just that as a thought exercise is quite is quite interesting. Because I do. I suppose. Because uh, first of all, after I read it, I was like, um, like you, you and Nick were fucking going off about this subject for ages, having a good old rant at each other. Uh, and I just thought I haven't really got anything to add here because. Um, I, I I don't know why you're surprised that this is what the super rich are talking about. When you take away when you when you when people have enough money that they have no real problems, mm. they they will talk about problems that don't exist. Of no, course, that's what everybody I, I think does. it's the no. I think it's um, I don't think it's surprising because I've because I've read no, articles for years about like peter teal um the guy that um is a board member on facebook and uh was um, one of elon musk's um colleagues at paypal um made all his money there um it quietly got for example quietly got um new zealand citizenship um even though he didn't do any of the things that you would need to do to pass uh in you know to get new zealand like live there um because he wants to basically, if it all goes tits up, he wants a private jet across to New Zealand. He can go and live in his secret compound um, mm. because New Zealand's one of the most survivable places on earth. Like if there's a nuclear war or if there's a, basically anything apart from like a complete like nu- uh, meteor strike. Um, mm. And uh, so, so I'm not surprised by it. What, what I am surprised, I'm not surprised, um, is how far down the pipe they are with these with this thinking that they're not just um, they're not just saying like well you know I'll, I'll go and buy some land in Montana and I'll um, you know have a cabin and you know I'll have a helicopter on da, da, da. they're like right so we're hiring the security teams that are going to be protecting my fortified compound that I've finished building now and have fully stopped yeah, but, you know that's what I'm talking about no, that's, but, what's, yeah, was, yeah, that's yeah, what's really yeah, no, a surprising I, be worrying I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's surprising or worrying right when you give when you give people that much money right they become f- right well most people or most people who will find themselves in a position to earn that much money are already fucking lunatics all right just because they're saying they've built a nuclear bunker right doesn't mean that there is going to be a nuclear war it just means that they haven't got anything fucking better to spend their money on and you know what if i had an endless supply of money i would have an underground bunker system just for shits and giggles well like, I, I you don't you they, 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 they've gone they, they're fucking Fruit Loops mate they are fucking mental like a lot of them are mad right they paid they paid that guy uh, half his annual professorship salary right to go and sit around a table with them and talk hypothetical about what might be like 
what what's going on here? It's, well, I mean, it, I mean, point one, like, it, it, it isn't a lot. You know, that's like that's like you know us deciding whether we're going to get a um, you know two double cheeseburgers from McDonald's or three. You know, it's not like it's it's nothing. It's exactly money to them. Exactly. But, uh, this is what I mean. It doesn't mean anything. What it's just isn't like, couch cushion? Just, what isn't? No, no, no. What isn't couch cushion money to them is time. The time that they spend doing this stuff. So they're they're the, the, when when you're rich, everything's free. Yeah, you you basically have transcended money. When you're like a multi billionaire, you've completely transcended yeah, yeah, money. Yeah. But what yeah. you haven't transcended is time. You know, some someone like that's hourly rate. Like you know, the the income that they generate in an hour, you know, is is probably in the yeah. if I had to guess, is probably in like the hundreds of thousands. Um, and for them to go and spend, you know, the time it takes to travel somewhere, to do it surreptitiously as well, to get other people to do that as well, to buy into that as well, doesn't, you know, they might be absolutely, they might be the fringe lunatics of the, you know, hedge fund class, or they might be reading, you know, they might be reading the, you know, what what it, what are hedge fund managers good at um, conning their uh, the people that invest into their um, funds into paying like exorbitant rates, but what else are they good at? Predicting future events. Mate, I think you. I think you. This I I I don't buy it. I don't fucking buy it. I think they're lunatics with too much money. Right, that that's it for me. It's like, like I mean, f- first of all, uh, we're getting slightly off topic because i wanted to talk about the guard situation but um yes. but I, 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 <laughs> let's come back I, to the guards I, yeah, yeah yeah but i, I just think that i just think they're fucking mad when you give anyone too much money too much power too much uh too much of anything all right they go a bit crazy and like we see it with fucking film stars we see it with musicians we see it with fucking artists we see it in everyone right they all go fucking a bit loopy and it's just like if if you and i right had that had the money of those uh, hedge fund managers uh, hedge fund directors we would be making serious plans and investing serious money into how we survive the zombie apocalypse because it would be fucking <laughs> fun it would be fun all right it, it, it doesn't mean there's going to be a zombie apocalypse I've got nothing else to spend my money on. It's like you say, it is completely. Uh, you've transcended money, so you can have whatever you want. So why not have whatever the fuck you want? Um, the the article goes on to to like so the point that the guy was making wasn't that um, Rushkoff was making wasn't you know these people are fucking lunatics. Was basically that like because we've we've separated technology from being like a uh, pro-human thing and we've made it a money thing like you know so you mm. invent this new technology and here's you know now you're a billionaire well done mate you've won mm. um, as opposed to you've invented this new technology and now everyone's lives are substantially better because of it mm. um, and uh, yeah and just basically just like what are the outcomes of that like if you well, look if, it's not just going to be that these dickheads are building like uh, um, you know building uh, escape escape pods to uh, Mars which by the way what we should do is we should say that we're going to build their, their, their rocket ships and then just build them so that the stage one rocket just fails and they can go out challenger style and then we just really over the chances of it all going tits up and then we can just fucking wipe the lot of them out 
I think it'd be yeah, brilliant. Yeah, fair enough. But, uh, my, you know... Go, I, I go thought, back to the guards. Maybe, uh, Talk to me about the guards. But, but, but maybe, you know, maybe I missed the point of the article, but it felt for me like the point of the article was uh, the ultra-rich are actually planning on how to survive the apocalypse. And, and and there is no room for anyone else other than them in their plans. Isn't that I, what the point I, of the I, I wouldn't particularly want to survive the apocalypse. That's not my... Like if, if I knew that... I think... No, uh, but that was the point of the article, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, the point. No, the, the the point of the article was was this idea of like we need to bring technology back to being uh, like a force for Good. improvement for yeah. everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. as yeah. opposed to uh, like a way of generating a huge, you know, IPO okay. value. All right, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, so the guards. So how would you control them? You wouldn't. That's the point. That's the that's the problem. Is like um, so. There's a there's a um, comic book. Uh, called Crossed. Um, the initial series was written by Garth Ennis, you know, who wrote Preacher. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the the idea of Crossed is, um, imagine 28 days later, but it... So that those rage zombies just were the worst like they it, instead of it just making you like angry run around and throw up blood it just made it just completely removed all your inhibitions and so the crossed in it are effectively like a uh, intelligent um zombies but they're not zombies exactly they're monsters they're like cannibals they like murder right. people rape you know all that horrible stuff yeah and uh there's a there's a a short storyline about um a guy whose job it is to build these bunkers for super rich people um and he lives near one of the bunkers in case it ever goes tits up he he's just going to go straight to the bunker right. one of the rich people turns up and he just immediately shoots him in the head cuz he's like well <laughs> we don't need you anymore the bunkers yeah, yeah. for us now you know you you've done your bit you're not pro- you know i he's like i can do the you know the maintenance of this place because I fucking built it. You know, yeah. the, there's another guy there who's a mechanic. There's some security guys there. You know that type of thing. He's like yeah. the rich prick who built it is now superfluous because what was your you know what was your value to this project? It was providing yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the money to build it in the first place. And Don't need your built. money anymore. Off you fuck. And that's exactly that. that in this, you know, if they had robots, maybe you know, like until until yeah. some genius worked out how to reprogram, and it wouldn't, and it wouldn't be them because Elon Musk can't program for fuck. Um, yeah, but but it worked out to reprogram I, the the robots. If it's humans, I, I, they I immediately get air hurried. At best, at best, they get shot in the head. At worst, their lives become absolutely horrendously miserable. You ever seen the film The Getaway with? Um, with um, fucking uh, not Sharon Stone, Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin. No. So there is, it's, you know, um, Michael Masden from um, Reservoir Dogs, Mr. White from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he plays. Uh, they he plays part of their crew. They're they're robbing a, a racetrack, I think, in, in in that version of the film, um, and he he plays part of their crew. Um, who they double cross and they shoot him and leave him behind for dead, and then he but he survives and he tracks that is tracking them, and mm. one of the things he does is he hooks up with this um, uh, doctor who you know he's having like keep like you know like he has him like fix him up, and the doctor's wife um, is like this mu- is a much younger woman and she starts basically like she starts flirting with him and it ends up with the doctor hanging himself because like she's just um completely with um 
Rudy and uh, his, you know, his life has gone from the chaos that has entered his life has like stolen his wife and reduced him to being like effectively like this slave. That's the outcome that would happen for every single one of these people because they would, because, because all their worth is money. You know, they're, they're not going to be solving their I, way out of fucking. Mate, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I disagree. So, uh, so, you know, obviously it's a very complex and fragile system. Um, you know, for, to use a fallout reference to be like you know the fucking overlord of a vault but yeah. if you if you th- if you think about it there's all like there's always fucking currency it might not be money but there's always currency there's food there's uh better accommodation uh there's weapons um do you know what i mean there's preferential treatment there's always ways to pay people when but things are at a premium yeah, and but more what's... than ever those things, th- things like food and water and uh, good accommodation, are at a massive premium after the apocalypse. So, so a really good, a really good. There's actually a, a really good example from history, and that's um, Britain after the Romans pulled out, um, and the Saxon, you know, Saxon invasions and stuff like that. And basically, what happened with Britain is you had um, various, um, effectively, like warlords. They weren't warlords in in the bad sense of the word. They were, um, so they may have like been tro- like, like clan leaders. No, it, it was imagine that, but more Romanized. So they were say like a, um, they had been um, given like a, a leadership position, and because of their position within their within the native society, they began a leader leadership position by the Romans, um, and then after the Romans left. You know, they basically they had land so they could produce food, so that they could then pull people together and they they raise armies and you know and and they effectively they, it was almost like um, you know like the craze with uh, protection rackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like effectively like a protection racket. So like you know like you pay me a, 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 a fee and then my army will will look after Protect you. Protect you. Yeah, yeah and if you don't the, pay them, your army fucks them up. We're not even not even that necessarily. Your army just wouldn't necessarily protect them, or you wouldn't be part of their you know part of their group. Well, the people that that's were not the way those, the craze worked, mate. Well, no, the, the way the craze worked was yeah, like they would smash up your place if you didn't pay them. Um, no, no, but, yeah, they'd say, oh, yeah. we will protect your place and a place if you pay us, and then if you don't pay us, we then will your smash place would get place. smashed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but well, with with these with this thing, well, yeah, I mean, obviously, if you weren't part of their group, you were ripe for if they're expanding their territories, you're ripe for expansion. You know. Yeah. Um, but I tell you who didn't run who weren't warlords and that was fucking a fate local um, dignitaries who didn't have any uh, muscle behind it because it become it became a, a basically became a strongman um, situation where if you had the strength to take and hold what was yours you maintained but if might, you might is right yeah, might is right, and that is exactly what would happen with these dickheads: is that they would they would pay all this money, they build this thing, they get the security forces there, and then at best they would be immediately shot in the head because their need, you know, unless they unless they're providing a, they're not providing leadership, are they, to these people? They're not. So the, the guys, so like, the guys' need, answer was really interesting. Where if you was, you need a system where if you die, then uh, then everyone in the in the vault dies. Well, you know, the, the, this Rushkoff's guy's solution was was actually was actually made a ton of sense, which is he said you need to now start building close personal relationships with all of your security staff, with anybody you're bringing on board. 
you need mm. to create a family unit with them from today like so that not try and create the family unit after whatever you're worried about happening yeah, yeah. has happened yeah. so that they view you not as an employer and not as basically somebody holding the reins but as a member of their tribe so that yeah. when it all goes tits up they'll still look after you or, or just take or just take all your own family in surely and then first of all why do you need security because you'd need security like if it's like if there's no like it's a bunker it's underground yeah but how long do you think it would take for like if how long do you think it would take for if we if it was, if we were out starving and like it was all awful and we knew that there was a bunker how long do you think it would take us to break in um if it was a if it was a fucking bunker built by a billionaire then probably forever i don't think it would i think you'd have like you'd have or, or you'd have like people working how, out right, how to so, get in so how how long do you think it would take you to break into a bank vault if you were never going to get caught me alone with no tools i would never be able yeah. to do it but right. me and a group of like-minded people putting our brain to it would be able to break into a bank vault you can break into a fuck bank off. vault <laughs> fuck off no you wouldn't who, who are these people unless they have prior experience of breaking into bank vaults i do not believe you no you don't you just have to you it would be you just say well you know it'd just be uh what do you call it wouldn't it it would be uh what? It would be um, trial and error, and you would what um, a brute force attack! You want to just keep putting numbers into the bank vault until it opens? Is that what you're saying? No, me? but you you would do you'd like work out ways to burn it out, or you'd work out ways to starve. You know, typical siege works. Like they've it's, got to have what have they got to have? They've got John, to have water, air, and food. So you know, so if you can find like what they you know probably can't find their water supply, probably can't affect their food you supply, but you can yeah. probably affect their air supply. Ooh, could you though? Yeah, I mean they've got to have it's got to be, like it's got to be coming in somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they've got to have like air vents getting like pulling air in, haven't they? Well, it doesn't uh, it doesn't seem very I've got you there, me. haven't I? I've got yeah, you no, there. It doesn't, I? Yeah, you know, you it's a good point. It's a good point. However, it doesn't seem very secure to me and and the and the likelihood of a um a, a, a meteor uh, you know, hitting Earth or a nuclear attack, and your air vents, surface-mounted air vents, being able to circumvent you all dying when that event happens, uh, seems unlikely. Well, they've got, they've so, got to. Oh, I'm saying they've got to pull the air from somewhere. You can't have a locked. Um, you could, yeah, you could have. Can you? You could have gas. You could have uh, stored what, like, gas. But how, but that would eventually run out. It's not going to last for forever, is it? Like, and think how much like how much air do people breathe? Like how much like stored get if you think about like you go scuba diving as one person you've got an hour on your back that yeah. one tank like that will last you one person one hour well you've got to have 24 of those tanks for one day of one person and you, suddenly you you're seeing your entire yeah, right. vault has got to be fucking tanks well you just have some I, I imagine once we get to this level have we not got some kind of uh um uh, we've got system for producing uh clean air clean air producing oxygen yeah, I mean, I imagine they probably have like filtration systems, and they could. Da, 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 da. But I still, th I still think air is probably the. Anyway, anyway, we don't need to worry about. It, could could you do it with plants? Dead. Could you make a process um, efficient enough to run it with plants? Well, they've, feeding, they've done feeding stuff them carbon for, dioxide. They're tr they're trying to work stuff out for long range space travel, aren't they? Where it is that it's that recycling. Yeah. But you know, even that is it's still zero sum. It's still you know eventually you. Um, you know, you you can't. 
travel forever with a with no a yeah but that's the same of, same with food and water though yeah you can recycle and recycle and recycle and recycle and recycle but eventually you yeah. need more input yeah and you think at that point you need so for that reason you need security is that what you're saying yeah i mean i mean effectively i mean you'd you'd want to you do you don't want to live down there for the rest of your life you'd have like a you probably i don't i mean i imagine that a time limit on a vault would probably be like probably 10 years maximum they're pulling that number completely out of my ass but you're not going to go and live down there forever are you you're going to want to get no. back up top okay okay all right i mean the other thing as well is unless you move into the vault now waiting for the you're going to need security to get you to it in the first place yeah that's true if it's full of society you're going to need to you know, need to be able to get there so anyway. it's just got to be all your mates armed to the nines basically isn't it well, that, that's the point the guy made was he was saying, like, make them your family. Make them your family now so that when you need them to be your family, they will be. So, like, you, Nick, and Rob are my heads of security, is that what you're saying? No, I mean, I, we wouldn't be very good ones, would we? No. <laughs> you wouldn't be very good, but you'd be very trustworthy, sure. I'd be a good, I'd be a good, um, I think I'd be a good, like... Uh, Grunt. No, like, uh, I'm, I'm a good thinker. Like if you give me a problem, you give me. Um, How long did it take to, to think of that word? Put my head round it. <laughs> I'm a good thinker. No, I don't mean like I'm like a brain genius or anything like that. But I just mean like I'm not a. Uh, what the fuck is a brain genius? A brain is that, genius. Is that the same um, as a genius? Yeah, that's my yeah, favourite right. way of describing when somebody's like when somebody's like pretending to be smart. You know, I'm a fucking brain genius. Um, <laughs> No, but I, but I'm, I'm like half smart, and I'm, you know, good at a number, of, like good at thinking of a number of things, as opposed to you know, if you need me to go and fucking crunch numbers, then it's not going to work. Go and find a calculator for that. But if you need somebody to kind of think about the, um, I think we'd be alright, mate. Things. I think I'd want to instantly die. Like uh, when um, Trump came in, I said to I, me and Charlie were out for dinner the night of, um, of the the night after the election, and I said to her. We need to decide now. Do you want to? If there's a nuclear war, do you want to survive, or um, and live with that, or should we just live wherever like the first fucking strike is going to hit, and we just like turn to ash instantly? We don't have to worry about it. And she said, "This isn't a dinner conversation that I'm feeling <laughs> happy about." <laughs> Mate, I'd I'd want to see it out for a little bit. I wouldn't. I would want to be I instantly mean, can... vaporized and not need Why? to worry about it. Why? Well, hey, because I'm because I'm basically like borderline suicidal most of the time anyway. So ah, there we go. Yeah, but, but that's um, why you know I but thought no, you, the horror you, of it. I it's thought you fucking like bipolars were um were you know th- might see that as a new uh, an opportunity for a new beginning. No, it would be miserable, mate. Could you imagine it? Yeah, but you're already miserable. Yeah. So why would I? So like you're giving me you're basically bo- you're like already a, borderline suicidal. Why you know why um. Like, why not just see how it turns out <laughs> well but it's not like it's not going to turn out great is it like it, the, listen I think I might quite enjoy it alright that's all the, I'm saying the survivors will uh, what do you call it will um, envy eat the each dead other. yeah and eat each other yeah. I, I don't know I, I, I want to see just just hang, hang around long enough to see how it turns out I like uh, relentless if, optimism and if it if it turns out to be fucking awful, then uh, can you tell know, you, you can, always... can tell you've only been married for a year, mate. Your relentless optimism. Don't worry though, that'll get burnt out of you. To be like me, <laughs> ten years in twenty nineteen. Husk of a man. Yeah, you get less for murder. 
me don't, but yeah. I suppose it depends what I did. Um, <laughs> should we end it second there, degree. Yeah, second degree. There you go. Good. So, um, right. as always, follow us on Twitter at Good As Hellcast. Email us on Good As Hell Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, and you know, maybe email us to tell us um, whether you would like to um, be instantly vaporized in a nuclear first strike, or you'd like to pick through the remains of a decaying civilization as you uh, fight irradiated scorpions for the last three molecules of water. So basically, um, if you're Team John or Team Rick, yeah, Team John or Team Rick, you've played Fallout too much. I mean, I've played Fallout too much as well. It's great yes, game. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, mate. Well, um, have a good one. Cheers, then, buddy. See you later. Well, Bye. Bye. Got to hold.